Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America. This is Old School. Sponsored by the Mercado by Certified Piedmontese. Broadcasting veteran Derek Pearson. When you find something that moves them, that makes them smile, celebrate it. That's your task. That's your superpower. Nebraska Football Hall of Famer Jay Foreman. Rifles a pass. It was tipped. It's picked off by Foreman. He's at the 15, 10, 5. He'll score! On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We are live. Oh, my goodness. We are within eyesight of the Mecca, the beautiful lady that is Memorial Stadium. We are on the rooftop of Barry's, Lincoln's finest, and we're a little, we're a little excited. It's an opportunity to change the location of this program, this football program, and we have, we have visitors. They're not scary. They're just Indiana. They're just Hoosiers. There's no 10-foot hoop for them to focus on. Jake Sorensen, we'll have none of it. We're live at Bears. We'll be here until 6 o'clock. Lots in play. Lots in play. We're going to raffle off. All you have to do is register. So if you're in the, the space, get your name and your phone number and your email into the box for a chance to walk away today with a signed Heisman Trophy winner Mike Rozier jersey. We're also going to give away three pair of Huskers, Hoosiers, tickets for tomorrow. If you have yours, still register. You know why? Hopefully you have friends and family. They deserve to go as well. Mm -hmm. Don't be selfish. Don't be shy. March yourself up. Put your name in the box and let's have at it. 402-464. 5685, five, starter, him and text on Honda League and Hotline. If you want to be a part of what we're doing, reach out, hit us with a what's up, and we'll have a conversation, lots to talk about. If you want to follow us on the live video stream, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter Live, you can watch what's going on. This is a day some of you may want to, may want to, may want to check in. Jake Sorensen's a good-looking man. I could say that. I'm, I'm confident in myself. That's very kind. But I need to tell look, we got the, we got the, we got the poster boy up here, <laughs> and – I'm interested, Jake and I, it's been a while since we've sat down and hashed it out. So good on that. Let them know what's happening here, Barry's. Let them know why they're Well, coming. as you said, DP, again, come on up. If you're out in the area, come on by. We're giving away, as, as DP said, a, a signed Mike Rozier jersey. We give that away by 6 o'clock today. So you come on by, put your name in the box, name, phone number, email. We'll get you covered there. Uh, give you a chance to win that, plus three pairs of tickets for tomorrow's game. Plus, DP, if you want to hang out tonight, you know, we're here till 6, but the party goes till at least 2 a.m. at Barry's. They got Montez Beats tonight from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. That is after you can see Walk a Flock of Flame at the opening night for, for uh, men's basketball at PBA. It's so, free. It's free. It's free. Go down there. It's free. You come on back here. You go to Montez Beats. And also, uh, don't forget, at 8 and 9 p.m. this evening, the Husker Pep Band stops on by. Oh, 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 a little hail varsity. Yeah, a little hail varsity. A little bit will get us through. And if you got an alumni car from you now, guess what? You get 10% off all purchases this evening on drinks, food, whatever. Again, berries 
Ninth and Q. This show, by the way, is sponsored by the Mercado at Certified Piedmontese, 84th and Half. Like, we were there yesterday. We got some fine cuts of meat to take home. Yeah, some bacon. It bacon. was great. Yeah, uh, we, maple oh, bacon. Maple, maple bacon. It's, yeah. it's my friend. Hey, look. I got a little look, Rick Fireman. You know, Fridays for home games. Yeah. I break out, I break out the boots. How about the so woo? So I'm having a How hard about the woo? I'm having a hard time keeping these boots down. This is the vibe we have today as we go through and prepare for the Indiana Hoosiers arriving to town. Jake Sorensen, I'll, I'll ask you because as we, we head into this thing, a lot of the distraction, a lot of the energy has been spent on things that have nothing to do with Indiana mm. Hoosier football. Right? Like, is that a fair statement? Yes, That, that we spent too much time – talking about things that don't won't happen in that building tomorrow. Yep, you were correct. Okay. So for you, as you being the diehard Husker fan that you are, right, what do you need and want to see in that building tomorrow that will let everybody know something amazing is happening? Well, I think it's, it's, there's several things. I mean, number one, you made a change defensively for a reason at coordinator to see what, what can do for, what can he make for a spark. This season's not over. You know, you gotta realize the head coach is gone. The, the, the previous head coach is gone. The defensive coordinator is gone, but there's still eight games left. We're not giving up on the season. That's, that's unfair to the fans. It's unfair to the state. It's unfair to the players. So I got to see a team that still is together and fighting and has unity. And that starts off with, I mean, no more just embarrassing, just perplexing defensive plays, a lack of tackling. Um, I, I think number one DP, and we kind of heard Mickey say it yesterday, Mickey Joseph, he expects to see his team flying around. I, I want to see a team that's got energy that, you know, that swarms to the ball defensively, that wraps up on tackles, doesn't take – Lazy angles, um, and that's not a lot to ask for. I mean, it, effort is not a lot to ask for in a football game, is it? Well, it's the one thing that a coach should not have to monitor. I, I agree. It shouldn't be like hard each, to ask each, for. Each player on the roster of the active 85, each of them have their own resume and their own brand to work from. It's also their name and, of course, the end. So you have several things to play for. Right. It shouldn't be a matter of, who the opponent is or what your individual situation may be. Tomorrow night is an opportunity for all 85 plus the coaching staff Mm -hmm. plus all the assistants. It's a way for them to reestablish their footing. Yes. For why the sole reason they're here on that night. There's no class tomorrow night. Well, there's class. It'll be on that turf. That is the class. (laughs) But the reality is – Mickey Joseph has a purpose and a plan. That coaching staff, Bill Bush has the opportunity now to reestablish himself at a different location and elevation within the coaching staff. Mark Whipple can put his stamp on his legacy that, you know what, this guy is is legit, that everywhere he's been, he's turned the passing game and the program, the quarterback play, around at a high level, right? For Mickey Joseph, look, the the possession is how what percentage of the wall? Nine-tenths. Okay, I didn't know that. Nine-tenths of the law. It's important for you to know that stuff. As the interim head coach, the the only way for for, for Mickey not to be in the best position to keep that job is for him not to to be productive. Yep. He wins tomorrow night, the conversation becomes a different conversation on Monday. It does. If they win impressively tomorrow, it's a different conversation on Monday. 
He has every opportunity. Look, the easiest way to, do, to win the job is to get in the job in the first place. And Mickey has. He has the keys to the car. Sure he does. Don't wreck it. Like, don't wreck it. Now, I don't, I'm not sure. We could ask the question, is that car a jalopy? Is it a Mercedes? <laughs> is it, like, we're not sure. We're not sure. I don't know if they call is it. Is it a right John? De- it's a John Deere. Right? It's, it's, it the question. John Deere. The question is, what kind of John Deere is, <laughs> is it? New one? Right? Like, is a, it the one that's been sitting in, in the you know in the barn for a while? Or right. Not? We don't want it to end up like like Footloose, where the tractor yeah. ends up on the side of the hill, upside nope. down, spun <laughs> over, because you let Kevin Bacon do too much with it. That's a bad sign. Right? Like, that's a that's bad, a bad sign. sign. But I think tomorrow night is an opportunity to reset everything. Well, the yeah. fan base is going to show up with the hope if not the expectation that something good happened. Well, I mean, the thing is, DP, uh, we, we looked at the season beforehand, and we said that this was a very gettable schedule. Now, so far, they're 1-3, and three, but again, you need to see a team that the team needs to see what a victory is like. It's not, not against North Dakota, an FCS team. I'm talking about a Big Ten team. Indiana is not a great team. They're 3-1, and one, good record. You know, they beat Western Kentucky in overtime. Nice win which against Illinois. Good, which right. was look, it's an ugly win, but it's a win. You know they're one. You know they're one and zero in conference play. Uh, they lost to Cincinnati last week, and, you know, and they didn't look horrible. They, they weren't great, but again, it's a team. They got beat by three touchdowns. Right. Let, 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 let's call it what it was. All right. All right. Like they, they, but they, three but touchdowns. The key is this: like you should not enter this game scared of them. This is a chance, like you said, to to make this season redeemable. I mean, it, it all starts tomorrow if they beat Indiana. Why can't they go to Rutgers and beat Rutgers? Rutgers just gave up two, you know, they, they gave Iowa two defensive touchdowns last week. Just gave it away. Just gave the game away, 27 to 10. You know, Rutgers, you know, barely beat Temple, who got blasted by Duke this season. You know, they, Rutgers is beatable. And so tomorrow, you beat Indiana, okay, cool. Now, let's say you go on the road. You get a road win. Again, not a, not a great team in Rutgers, not a terrible team. Who says you can't go into West Lafayette and meet Purdue the next week? Let, let's see what Aiden O'Connell's health is like. It, you just you, That stuff doesn't happen if you don't get the belief in the team and the belief that we cannot just win a game but just close it out. It well, has to happen. Well, I mean, look, Indiana plays a style offensively that's a problem. They're a problem for Nebraska. Dink and dunk, 50 throws, short, get the ball out of, out of, the, out of, out of Baszler's hand, get yep, it in the yep. receivers in space, easy throws. Let's see if we can break a tackle and put somebody under duress, right? But Nebraska could adopt some of that. The reality is nobody's afraid of this Indiana defense, yet they are a high-risk, yeah. high-reward defense. This team, Indiana will come in, and they will run blitzes. They'll run uh, rush blitzes. Like they'll, go, they'll blitz against the run. Just to fill gaps and, and, and to help out uh, what is a weak back end. Yep. Their back, their back seven is different than everybody else's. Look, they don't tackle well either. Cincinnati abused them deep down the middle, right? Because th- that pass rush didn't get home. Mm-hmm. Now, we don't know if this offensive line is going to protect in that space. We hope. But here's the thing about all of it we still have no idea who this Nebraska team is. In week five. Why? Because they just took two weeks off under a new head coach and a new coordinator, seven days under the new coordinator. We don't know who's – we don't know the personnel that's going to be on the floor next, uh, t- tomorrow night. We don't know who's going to be well, on the They've kind of started over in midseason, right? We, we, we don't – well, It's a new message at the top. Well, sure. this, this was Mickey Joseph's training camp. 
Absolutely. This was the two weeks of, of install, reset, and relocate. They reevaluated some of the new talent. They pushed some names out there that they think may get some more time, but we won't know until they show up on the field. We are, Indiana also doesn't know no. what the personnel is right. going to be. Um, they do know the, the five up front for Nebraska. They can identify them. The question is, can that group of five be the most dominant unit on the field? Well, and it's asking, maybe it's asking too much, Jake. No, but you said that in the last segment of On the Block, and mm-hmm. I, I think it's key. What well, you're right. I mean, the, these guys need to be fired up. You get the big boys are here for a reason. You're, you're, you're here to protect your quarterback. You're here to open up run lanes for your running backs or your quarterback. Or, you know, anybody that's going to, you know, it could be a receiver doing some sort of, you know, jet sweep. They, they know the mission, and they have not lived up to what the mission is for this program. And it's haunted this program for a couple of years. It's not just this season. It's been an issue now for a couple of years. That's why you fired your O-line coach last season. It wasn't working out. You brought, you brought in Donovan Raiola. Those guys understand. They're not doing enough for this program. And, and you know, the defense is one thing. that you, you saw the coordinator get fired, and you're starting over there with Bill Bush to see if they can simplify things and make it just get in the right gaps, be, be gap sound. You know, just do your common basic football right. Well, they said they were going to simplify. I want to go to the text line because um, every now and then the text line, there's somebody that pops up that, oh, yeah. for, that, that doesn't recognize game. Uh-oh. So, hey, Dane, let me, let, me, let, me, let me say this to you. Dane. Nebraska should be – this is what Dane said. All right. And we have a name on – I'm going to be respectful of Dane to start. Dane says Nebraska should be scared of every Power 5 team. Have you even watched a game? Hey, Dane. Indeed, I have watched the game. But what I will ask you, kind sir, is if you can't name every starter tomorrow night, (laughs) if you can't name what the change in sequence is Mm. or the verbiage or the scheme that they've worked on for the last 10 days, then you don't know. And here's the other thing, Dane. Why would any Husker football player ever be scared of anybody, especially Indiana. Don't tiptoe at me with the nonsense. I'm not doing it. Look, I am not an offensive lineman from Nebraska. I'm going to fatten my neck, and I'll punch you right in the chest. Yep. I'm just letting you know, don't come at me with the softness on a Friday. I don't need it, and I won't have it. Well, it's po- I'm not having it, Billy Ho. Well, even pause right there, DP. I mean, there, how many guys were on this team last year that were within all these close games against you know, great teams? Michigan the Big Ten champion, a playoff team, they should have beaten their home field. These guys were here. I mean, Casey wasn't here, but there's a lot of guys that were here. Ohio State, a great team last season. You lost by nine. It could have been been a three-point game. I mean, you were in every single game. So, yeah, to the point, who should you be scared of? I understand you you lost guys like JoJo. You lost Cam Taylor Britt. You lost Cam Juergens. Sure, but still, these guys understand that, you know, even with the coach that got fired this season, that same coach was here last year. In a three and nine season, and you were in every game and didn't appear to be scared in any of them. So yeah, I mean, I know it's not an attractive start to the season at all. That's why there is changes being made, but I think last season should show that despite a bad record, you really should not be scared of anybody on your schedule because you were in every game just last season. Let me let me read this for you so you get some idea. Indiana has had twenty one student athletes make their debut just this season alone 21 21 new players true freshmen all over all over it's a team that went two and ten last season right seven true freshmen 16 
student-athlete transfers, and then eight Hoosiers on the roster making their first on-field appearance. Don't tell me you should be afraid of that. You shouldn't be afraid of the team that was down two scores late against Western Kentucky, the team that folded like a, like a deck of cards against Cincinnati last week and got ended up getting thumped by 21. Yeah, Nebraska has its issue. They have the, they have, look, they're coming off a of thumping, but they had two weeks to get it right. That recovery time for, for Indiana, not so much. The numbers are simple. Look, we understand who Baszler is. We get that he was the SEC freshman of the year at Missouri. We understand mm-hmm. that he's thrown the ball 200 times in four games. That's 50 per for you math majors. And the reality is he's throwing it for just under 1,200 yards, which means his per attempt is, is, is way down on the numbers. It's not, not the best efficiency either. Pitch and catch, hope that somebody makes a play, keep moving the chains, which is productive. It's effective. But the reality is Nebraska has the opportunity to face a defense that's not very good. Yeah. Yeah, and, and the key. Right, they're, 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 they're over 100 in the rankings yeah. in, against in run, in run defense. No, but, but going back to even what you said about Baslick, the, the quarterback, I mean, I go back to Georgia Southern. It was it was a very similar approach. It was you know it wasn't they weren't going deep all the time. It was a lot of quick passes. They were getting guys open, some slants, some outs, and they just gashed Nebraska. So that's why, again, don't don't you already have an example of what this game could look like defensively? And I hope if you're you're Bill Bush and Travis Fisher and Barrett Rude and Mike Dawson and, and so and so that that you have seen enough film for that game and with the simplification of the defense. How can we avoid that being a problem for four quarters like it was against Georgia Southern? Is, is there a way that's possible? I have to think with that being on film and seeing probably the ideal of a, a very similar approach from Indiana that you should have learned something from that game and how you can address it differently. Keep it simple. Yes. Here's the reality. If Nebraska's offense puts up points per possession, they're averaging over 30 This against – all the defenses. What I would suggest is that a thirty a thirty one point game is a competitive game. If Nebraska scores thirty one, yeah. If they score thirty eight, you should win. The I, game. I agree. I think you should high thirties. You win this game. Low thirties is close. That's the host. That's yeah. the hope. Now the reality is that you force Indiana to not become a possession team and becoming a quick strike team. Where you fall in trouble with Indiana is when you allow Indiana to beat you by a thousand paper cuts, yep, yep. like death by a thousand paper cuts, and it's pick and pick and pick and ouch and ouch. Nope. If you put points on the board, like I'm not a believer in that. I need to call plays and run time off the clock. What I believe in is that when I get a possession, I'm accountable as an offensive coordinator to get you a score in 75% of the drives that you have tomorrow night. Sure. I'll let Indiana figure out what they're going to do with their their dink and dunk, but Whipple's responsibility should be to put points on the board, get them on the scoreboard, and let make Indiana need to, to extend and change the way they let call Let me ask this real quick, DP, yes, sir. before we get to break. Um, yes, sir. So this week you heard a couple different variations from the offense in terms of the goal. So Mickey Joseph said, you know, I think earlier in the week that he'd like to slow things down offensively. And Mark Whipple says on Wednesday, one, maybe well, that wouldn't change much in the game against Oklahoma. So I don't know exactly. What's the, is there, a, is there a, a 
kind of a threshold there these guys can try to do offensively. I know with defense we're talking about paper cuts, trying to try not give up the big play and, and, and get off the field. But offensively, do you believe in a guy that's up-tempo like Mark Whipple willingly slowing the game down? And what does that look like offensively, if so? How many points do you get for, t- for winning time of possession? None. How many, how many points do you win by, by winning the, the, the first down battle? None. You don't. The game They're will data be determined. Points. Yeah, data it's, points. it's data points. Put points on the board. Like in every coaching room I've ever been in, the, one of the things on the board as you plan your week and how you're going to approach is how many points is it going to take for us to beat this team? Yep. And what efficiency should we be working at? Look, if, we're, if we get eight drives and we only score on half of them, I, I fail. Sure. Like that's the mission. Eight drives, look, if you tell me I need to put up 37 points, is that different than me having four scoring drives? The two don't go together. And why would I put that limit on myself? There are plays in Nebraska system that were exactly what Cincinnati ran. Quick slants mm. that turned into house, house, house calls because they couldn't tackle. Broken tackles, missed right? tackles. Tight ends in big space behind the, the, the gaps where, where linebackers blitz from. Yep. But it's the ability to get that ball out of Casey Thompson's hand sure. that will dictate a lot of how this thing plays out. We'll throw the break. We'll come back. More from Barry's. Listen, come down here. The signed Mike Rozier jersey. We're going to do that. Tickets for tomorrow's game. We're going to mm-hmm. do that. And we'll have some fun. We'll even talk a little bit about Sunday's NFL schedule. There's lots in play. And we'll talk a little hoops because down the road here, right across the street, there's some basketball that's going to take place tonight. All of that and more to talk about here on Old School. You're listening to Old School with DP and J. Download the mobile app and listen wherever you are on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.